0: It ends to each uh, of you in the name of God, that God who has revealed and manifested himself as Father, Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and the Holy Spirit. Three, but yet one, one, but yet three, united in all things in perfect harmony in perfect agreement. Welcome to this session of Total Life Christian Missionary Bible Church. I am Reverend Chassie D. Boyd, the founding minister of this church under Jesus Christ. It is good to be alive on this day that the Lord has made a day to rejoice and a day to be glad. And I come certainly giving God the highest honor, the most prominent praise, the greatest gratitude, and the grandest glory. For our God is yet good, he's yet great, he's yet gracious and he's yet glorious. Not only that, but he's sovereign, supreme, and superior. He's almighty, he's awesome, and he is amazing. Revelation 4 and 11 reminds us that he's worthy to receive glory, honor, and power. For he hath made all things, and for his good pleasure, they are and they were, we are. And we were, I am and I was indeed made. He's a God of love, he's a God of mercy, and he is a God of grace. And I certainly thank God for his love, for his grace, and for his mercy. Thank him for life, I thank him for help, and I thank him for strength. I thank him for all that he's done, all that he's doing and all that he promises to indeed do. Most of all, I thank God for his only begotten son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that Jesus who testifies of himself. Luke 19 and 10, when he says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save those who are lost. That Jesus who says to us in John 10, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd laid down his life for his sheep. Yes, he goes on to say, no man take it my life. I freely give my life. I have the power to lay it down and I have the power to take it up again. And Then he says to us in John 15, greater love has no man than this. Then he laid down his life for his friends. This is the Jesus whom I come to preach, to teach, to speak, to otherwise set forth the gospel of Jesus Christ, that good news of salvation through Christ Jesus. For like all, I have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So then it is a gospel for me gospel that I need, a gospel for the world, a gospel which the world needs, a gospel of which I am not ashamed, for it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone who believes to the Jew first, for he came to the Jew first. But I'm glad that he didn't stop there. No, but he sent his word also unto the Gentiles, unto the, the non Jew. For therein is revealed the righteousness of God from faith to faith. Yes, the just shall live by faith, faith in this, this Jesus, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, that the world through him might might be saved. This is the Jesus of whom, of whom I speak. Today's topic is who is? Who is Jesus? We use as our context scripture, as our focus scripture, Matthew 16, 13 through 17 on this day, February the 10th, 2021. And we invite you to visit our website at tlcmbc.org concerning the church and my personal website at chasibor.com, dot com. Again, our topic for today is, Who is Jesus? And I'll read for our hearing, for faith coming by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I'll read our focus scriptures, Matthew 16, 13 through 17, verse 13, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist some Elias and other Jeremiah are one of the prophets. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. The word of the Lord. Now we began by noting that uh, two other gospels record this conversation, Mark 8, 27 through 29, and Luke 9, 18 through 20. Also talks about this conversation that Jesus has with his disciples, yet they record the conversation to different levels of details with a slightly different focus. Though they differ in details, the doctrinal truths and principles set forth in all three gospels, Mark, Luke and Matthew are consistent one with the other. We note that Luke records that this conversation takes place coincident to a time when Jesus takes time to pray. Luke also records that Peter uses the phrase the Christ of God. Rather than thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, Uh, Luke does not mention the sonship of Jesus as as Matthew does. Mark similarly does not mention the sonship of Jesus. He simply says, thou art the Christ. But again, we note that there is a consistency, though there's different levels of details across the three Gospels who is Jesus is what the conversation is all about. Jesus questions them about his identity. First, we see in verse 13 that that he says to them, whom do men say that I, the son of man am? In other words, who do people in general say? I am. And they answer him this way. Some say that thou art John the Baptist. And we know that John the Baptist by this time had had been killed, he had been martyred, uh, had been killed by one of the rulers of that day by the name of Herod. Uh, because John the Baptist dared to speak truth to power about the ruler's uh, immoral behavior. So we see that even John the Baptist spoke to government officials about their what? Immoral behavior. And then we have Elias, which is uh, another form of, of, of the prophet Elijah, And he was an Old Testament prophet and same Jeremiah is talking about Jeremiah. And so they said, well, some say you're John the Baptist. Some say you're, you're Elijah. Some say you're Jeremiah. And some say, well, he's one of those prophets. We don't know which one, but he's one of them. So Jesus hears what they say, but then he changes the question. He personalizes the question now. He says, but but whom do you say? Never mind what people in general say, never mind who those other folks say I am, whom do you say I am? This is the question Jesus poses to to me, that Jesus poses to you is a question that each of us uh, ought to hear Jesus asking us personally and answer for ourselves. As Peter does, Peter raises his hand, so to speak, and, and so to say, well, I know who you are, Jesus. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, by now, I can, I can imagine Jesus smiling as he, he commends Peter, and he says unto them, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in uh, heaven, Jesus says unto Peter. And one of the things that we want to look at uh, at this point is the words Christ and Messiah. What? What do these words mean and and how are they related? Because we we hear Jesus called the Christ. We hear him talked about being the Messiah. So we're going to take a a, a brief look at what, what these two words mean. When Peter says, thou art the Christ, what was Peter really referring to? What what was he really saying there? What was the meaning that that that, 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 that had to, to Peter and to others who would hear and come to know him, especially the Jews of that day? The word Christ means anointed. It is the English translation of the Greek word Christos, C H R I S T O S. Now, Christos is the Greek corresponding word uh, to the Hebrew word Messiah. We know how, you know, when you translate uh, from one uh, language to another, sometimes there's a changing of the words. uh, And when people come up with different languages, uh, there's a correspondence between the old language and the new language, and so in the old Hebrew, in the Hebrew language, the word Messiah was was Messiah, but when the Greek language came along, came along, uh, the word Messiah became the word what Christos, and when the English language came along, what the word Christos became the word Christ. That's just the translation. Uh, so to speak, process that goes through. Messiah is an Old Testament word that captures the concept of the prophetic savior that the Jews expected to one day come to deliver the Jews from their enemies once and for all time. In biblical times and even unto today, many Jews thought this meant the Messiah would free them, what, from do- domination and dominion uh, by human nation. In other words, it would take them from under uh, uh, the control, the rulership, what? Of, of, of the ruling nation. In that time, in, in Jesus' time, the ruling nation was, was the Roman Empire. And, and so they felt the Messiah would come, what? And relieve them, release them from the control, from the dominion of the Roman Empire. And when Jesus didn't do that, they rejected him as the Messiah. But what they didn't understand is that God always meant for the Messiah to free them hmm, and the world at large from domination by sin, not by humans? Hmm. From the dominion of sin, not from the rulership of other humans. Hmm. And I, I mentioned here. We won't go through all the scriptures, but uh, if you want to read them on your own, uh, there are some example Old Testament scriptures that speak to the Messiah, such so as Deuteronomy 18 and 25, Isaiah 7 and 14, Isaiah 9 verse 6 through 7, and Isaiah 61 verses 1 through 3. There's some example New Testament scriptures that confirm the Old Testament prophetic messianic purpose and these include Acts 2 16 through 36 Acts 3 18 through 26 and Luke 4 16 through 21 Now One of the things we want to note here is that Jesus confirms he is the Messiah that the Old Testament prophesied about. Look at uh, when when Peter says unto him, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus' response to him indeed confirms, implicitly so, he doesn't explicitly mention him, but his answer says, yes, I agree with you, Peter, that I am the Christ. Son of living God. And and, and you are blessed for knowing that. And, 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 And flesh and blood has not revealed that great truth to you, Peter, but the Father in heaven has has revealed that great truth unto you. So in essence, in answering Peter, as he did, Jesus confirms he is the Christ, he is the Messiah. There's one other place where he Explicitly uh, really confirms it in a more explicit way. He has this conversation with this woman of the at the whale well in John chapter 4, verse 25 through 26. Uh, the woman says to Jesus, I know that the Messiah's, i.e., Messiah, coming which is called Christ. She equates the Messiah with Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. And listen to what Jesus says, I that speak unto thee am he. Thus Jesus confirms even in John 4 that he is the Messiah, the Christ. Something to keep in keep in mind. In conclusion, the question before us: who is Jesus to me? Who is Jesus to you? Do we recognize him as the Savior, the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the Living God? Huh? Do we have we received him as our Savior? Or have we rejected him? That's a question that I must ask myself day by day. Am I standing strong or am I turning back? Huh? Are you standing strong or are you turning back? Have you taken hold of this Christ, this Savior? This is an important question. What we should ask ourselves daily at least periodically, so that we don't lose focus on our relationship to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I offer the Gospel invitation. Be mindful, there's no more important decision uh, that any of us could ever make. Now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. I exhort all to hear, to receive, to not reject the words of Christ, as he says in Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30, Come unto me, all ye that labor in are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. My yoke is easy, my burden, my burden is light. You'll find rest unto your soul, for I am meek. And lowly in heart, he talks about. Then Revelation 3 and 20, he said, Behold, I stand. At the door and knock. If any of you who who hear my voice, if you would hear my voice, if you would open up your heart to me. He said, I will come in and I will I will die. I will live in you. Huh? The Father and the Son will live in you. Holy Spirit will be in you. We will dying with you. I urge all to come to Jesus just as you are, just where you are, for He is there with you. For those of us who have already accepted him, let us commit to him more and more, knowing that He is with us. And I close with a prayer. Lord, oh God, pray not only for myself, but for for all who would hear. Pray, oh Lord, that you will bless us and, and keep us. Cause your face, your light to shine upon us. Continue to be gracious unto us and grant unto us, God, that peace that passes all understanding. Be with us where we are absent one from each other. We pray for your power and your protection, your peace and your patience, your purpose and your Progress be upon us, Father. That which you give up to us, in Jesus' name, I do pray. Amen. And goodbye. This has been Reverend Chansa D Boy of Total Life. Christian Missionary Bible Church. You can visit our website again at tlcmbc.org. You can contact me if you so desire through the website with 903 280 5439. God bless you again. Goodbye.